0: You always have the palm sweats though, so we're used to it. We're, uh, the 13th episode, um, first and de- second in December, second episode in December. My yes. mic is a little bit, uh, wobbly today. I can feel it. <laughs> How many times do you think he's going to knock his mic down? I know, that is a good question. Well, <laughs> welcome everybody. We are excited to have Matt on. Um, we had some technical difficulties. We finally got the third mic set up. Yeah, I think it's Brennan, working. Brennan did a good job getting that all hooked up, so hopefully it sounds good. Good job, buddy. Appreciate it, bud. But yes, Matt, we're excited to have you. Yeah, yeah I'm but, glad uh, to be here. Good to be here. Uh, what'd you do today? Anything fun? You know, I uh, clean up the dog poops, change sheets on my bed. Did he poop in your bed?
1: Uh, not not today. <laughs> oh, That's nice. But I uh, think really he's good. getting out of his puppy stage here, so no more pooping in the bed. Yeah, how has Remy been doing? Oh, he's a bear. Brent, Brent saw him last night. He.
2: Dude, he nearly knocked me over like three times. He's a monster. You still love having him?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's like a son. A son? Like a son.
0: A son. Do, you, do you ever feel like you're tied down to having a dog at your house?
1: Uh, like no, you I'm, have to you take know, care of him? I'm used to having dogs, and he's to the point now where he can play on his own, and he doesn't need me to constantly <laughs> take care of him. He them. can
0: play with friends now. Yeah. He can watch himself. His older sister. Sophie. Oh, yeah, Sophie. I forgot you had Sophie still. Well, everybody, we're gonna introduce Matt here and kind of tell you what he, where he's from, and how we know Matt, and uh, kind of tell us a little bit about yourself. So, Matt, tell us how you got here to this podcast today. How did I get? Well, no, no, no. I'm just kidding. You can just tell <laughs> us. Uh, basically, since high school on. High school is when we yep. know you.
1: Mm-hmm. We all live here in the same development, the Lakes. So, uh, you know, we spend a lot of summers playing basketball, swimming. <laughs> You know messing around in the neighborhood and went to the same high school you know they played basketball i played baseball so they had that connection but it was still really fun we were the wall boys for a while <laughs> that's a story that uh, it's devastating it's a tough time tough time in our lives yeah it was <laughs> but uh yeah you know we all graduated high school together and stay close you know there's not a lot of people that i talked to from high school so it is true. I think it's a blessing. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, nowadays, you know, I went to North Carolina University, played a little bit of D3 baseball there, graduated with a business degree, and now I'm a trim carpenter. And I'm also a panel gold vendor, just like Brennan. Hey. Okay. We are the bread boys. You
2: should, uh, you should explain to the audience a little bit about the business you are possibly going to be starting
1: in the next right, couple of right. years. So, uh, actually, it has it has actually started. Now it's juvie construction. I'm. It's gonna turn into a.
0: What happened to rejuvenation?
1: Uh, Reju, rejuvenate, repair, and remodel services. So, <laughs> that's incredible. Right, right. So. Uh,
0: rejuvenate is my favorite.
1: Yeah. So that was my repair remodel, uh, business. But right now I'm in new construction. Mm. And once you start, they're they're totally different things. Once you start getting into the business aspect of it, insurance and. Mm -hmm. and what you call yourself so um right now sticking with uh juvie construction i'm an assumed name and uh we we that's what we do we do carpentry and new houses so love it loving getting better at it and eventually you know i'll be a full-time contractor well dude that's awesome so you have employees under you too possibly a few years like you were saying so uh, I do need a logo, so if any of you guys know how to do logos. Hook <laughs> <Okay>, him up. <laughs> I know Brennan's the boy for the hookup, so I,
2: can, I got you, Bane. I know people. <laughs> I know people. But
1: but yeah. yeah, dude, so a couple years down the
2: road, there's a very big possibility you have a couple employees then. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Making
1: the money, making the rules. That's right. Handing out the paychecks. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Love it. You know, and, and this line of work, being self-employed, you get to have your own schedule. That's you, awesome. You trade your schedule. You're not tied down to a nine to five or eight to four job. Or you're driving down to what Eden Prairie, Burnsville, Burnsville, still from Blaine. That's quite a hike. Truly working those those set hours. I like the freedom that I have right now.
2: It's good stuff. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. As long as you enjoy it, man. Because there's a big difference between people that you know, force themselves to go to work every morning and just dread every single second of it. And I've definitely been there. But then, you know, when you can tolerate something and you enjoy certain aspects of that job, I feel like it's very important. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's very important for your lifestyle, in my opinion.
1: Kind of like what you're doing here, you know. Oh, 100%. I I don't even
2: consider it work. I mean, it takes work to get it out to an audience, but I love doing it. So it's not considerable work for me, but Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. So, I mean, what's the old
1: saying? Love your job and never working another day in your life.
2: Yep. That's true. Beauty.
0: How are you boys? Uh, Matt, I know we've talked about it, Brennan, but are you looking to move out of Blaine anytime soon?
1: I would love to right now, but, you know, school loans coming up and just getting started off with this job. As soon as I'm financially there, I'm out. And I'm looking. You know, the plan is to buy a place, you know, maybe a foreclosed home or a house that's little run down and I'll be able to move in fix it, it up
0: hey there you go so with the skills and knowledge i know now
1: but i'm still learning you know buy something cheap and fix that, it up fix baby it up while i'm living there and sell for big bucks hopefully love it love so it. you want
0: to move into a house right away
1: right you know especially with having a, I, I plan on always having a dog you know, i think mm-hmm. getting into an apartment or a townhome dog mm-hmm. it's, it's a little tricky and i'm someone who loves a yard yeah and not feeling like here in the lakes you're in the backyard you feel like everyone's looking at you yeah i don't like, like a little that bit. It's, hard, yeah. it's hard to you know shoot guns or so you'd like
2: something more well maybe like with a couple acres or something Absolutely. like that yeah Get some a four big big old a around. there you go some land right I like it and now you guys can come up there and
0: shoot guns Good Stuff. <laughs> so you'd look more in the countryside you never want to live in the city
1: no i lived in the, in the city during school in minneapolis and sirens going off all the time and just i don't know too many people
0: too many people for you I think, yeah. dude i want to go to Traffic. i want to live in uptown for a while
2: yeah you you mentioned um uh, apartments and prices there's and some stuff really like good, that
0: yeah there's some good price apartments and right. and that in would uptown. that
2: would be a little closer to work for you
0: very close okay. it'd be like 20 minutes oh Which i would mean, be really nice that is
2: huge that's that a huge difference because mm-hmm. i mean then you can kind of you know take your time a little bit in the morning not have <laughs> to feel rushed all the now time wake up at five thirty. Yeah, do you feel mm-hmm. you must feel rushed every single morning?
0: Um, not really. Really? Not rushed. Yeah. I wake up, grab a little brekkie get into work, um, make a little brekkie there. I eat like a bar when I leave, get there, make some toast, get my day started with a little cup of coffee and some reading. Nice and then I'm good to go. Awesome, dude. So I'm good to go. But yeah, I, I definitely don't want to drive for that much longer, but I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Sometimes hey, first job is you have to. You have to suck it up with some stuff.
2: Live at home as long as you can because that way you can... (laughs) I'm living there until I'm 35. 30? Well...
1: (laughs) You know what's crazy is we're all driving the same cars from high school. Yeah. Yeah. all the miles were... I'm almost at 285,000 miles on my Audi. Yep. I'm almost at at 270, so... (laughs) I'm
2: at 155. (laughs) Yeah. The banana boat's at 155 already? she
0: She came in at 100, over 100. Okay. So it's been doing pretty good. Doing good. Yeah. Yeah. This job has been putting a lot of miles on it. Just because I live so far, but... Right on. It's worth it. I love the people. Yep. Love the see, I'm people. looking
1: to buy a truck.
2: Like a big, like... So you want...
0: <clears throat> truck. A couple four-wheelers.
1: A boat. A boat. A boat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a boat. Yeah. Is this
1: in the future? This is definitely. These are okay, future okay, goals. Okay. Uh, I don't see it. All these things happening you know, in a couple of years, maybe. Next decade or so, but... What kind of uh,
0: boat do you want? Like a s- speedboat uh, or a fishing boat or...
1: A river boat? So it's a jet, not a... That, mm-hmm. pretty sick, uh the guy I work with got one of those be up in three inches of water and just laying over stuff oh nope. yeah yeah
0: my my uh coworker just got one it's yeah. so dirty, yep. it's a uh, fully camo it's for uh he uses it for duck hunting
1: right, and I'd want a john boat too uh and twelve footer go hunting or for sure, you got it all planned out, bud. <clears throat> All I need is the money. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) That's a big factor. (laughs) It's a big
2: piece of the puzzle, but I like it. Thinking ahead.
0: Good stuff. Well, Matt just got back from uh, Honduras trip, uh, and I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah,
2: he hasn't heard much. He hasn't seen
1: you Uh, since you came back, I don't don't think
0: so. I have not.
2: So
1: tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's kind of hard to come back and describe the whole experience because such a different culture, not many people are able to relate to... Uh, a place like Honduras, um, but it was a place where uh, there was a water project that needed to, to happen. It, we went to a village that doesn't have sustainable water source. So, um, through an organization called Agua Viva, um, they were able to—they are one of the candidates for a village that was able to have a, an American team come down and help build this water source. Um, so, the village was Las Pitas. They were um, way up in this mountain in honduras and uh, pretty treacherous road up there i rode in the back of a pickup truck the whole way up there It was crazy but uh yeah they purchased the water source and um once they were able to do that then we came the team came we helped dig trenches from the main water source in the village to all the homes mm, gotcha um, and i uh it was such a blessing you know uh in America, the pace of life is so quick. It's so fast. You know, I didn't have my phone and my wallet and have a car the whole time down there. And I Speaking a different language the entire time. Different language. And I never you know, really missed you know, having a phone, having a car, having my wallet. Uh, just being down there was so different, but it was kind of soothing. You know, not having the, the fast pace. And uh, as soon as I got on the plane, turned off airplane mode on my phone, it went down 10% in like. 30 seconds for all the notifications, I could just feel the rush of, you know, you know, that American lifestyle just rush back and like, oh, not ready for this reality yet, being there for a week, you know, you think, uh, gonna be changed that much, but the relationships that you build with uh, the villagers and just the, you start getting accustomed to the weather and the lifestyle, and they're, they're definitely one of the stronger people I've ever been around too. Know, they're digging trenches, they're hauling water on their heads, they're, they're all farmers and uh, it's crazy, all their uh, agriculture, uh, when they plant their beans and their corn, you know, here in America it's a flat land for miles, they're on a mountain, so all their crops are on the side of a mountain, mm-hmm. so when they're planting, when they're harvesting, you know, they're trying to get as much as they can, because that's their their income, but also try not to fall down mountain so oh, it was uh it was crazy it was huh. awesome i would definitely go back
0: what was the coolest experience that uh that you thought was amazing but maybe someone else didn't notice or you they weren't around
1: well uh when we were working digging the trenches um i was Know, beat red in the face, sweat I had already sweating through my clothes, you know because it's a higher humidity closer to the equator, and these Honduran workers were just going at it, and I'm sitting on the side of the road, trying to chug my water in the shade and I looked on the road, and all the other Americans were doing the exact same thing <laughs> you know they're all struggling to just get energy, but all the workers the honduran the villagers uh you know were barely sweating. It's crazy. I was wearing gloves. They were wearing gloves, and they, their hands were just that tough. Way that more they tougher. Didn't have yeah. calluses, and hmm. just the strength. You know, it was one thing I noticed was the strength of the people compared to Americans. It just seemed like we're a weak race. You know, physically, not mm-hmm. not mentally, but um, just physically. Would we be able to make it if we didn't have electricity or running water? Or all our little things that we think are necessities.
0: I um that's interesting that you say that. I listened to a podcast one time where I was talking about our humans getting too comfortable because you wake up, you get to check your phone, you're in a heated house, you get to take a hot shower, you have everything you need. And it was a thing, um, it was a podcast about making you tougher. And the first thing you should do every morning in this podcast, that is you get up and you take a cold shower. Because it, it wakes I've done, you up. One, I've done those. I, oh yeah, before. I've done I've done those too, and I tried it for like a week at the Y. And you get up and you're just like, this is gonna be the worst thing ever. <laughs> it's it. Once you have that comfortability of having a warm shower and everything you could ever want, like um, going back to what could have been, like you could have been pouring cold water on your body, and that could have been. I I just thought it was really interesting and um, something that you brought up right there. It's like you have everything you need here. You don't have to worry about anything. Toilets. Toilets, yeah. Yeah,
1: you know, one of the first things we get, not even when we got back to America, when we got to the airport in Tegucigalpa, which is the capital of Honduras, one of the first things I did is I went and used a real toilet. You I just... A stall that had walls. Did you use
0: it on the in the bath in the airplane? Even even in the airplane, you have oh, a bathroom. Oh, the airplane. It's... Yeah, you
1: can flush. You know, uh, we were using <laughs> latrines down there. <laughs> oh. It's a little tiny brick building with steel sheeting as a roof. You get a worn-down wood door, and there's no lights in there, so it's super dark. And you're on this cement cylinder,
2: mm. and I would recommend not
1: looking down that cement cylinder with your headlamp. Excellent, but uh, it was quite the experience. I thought I could make it a whole week without going number two. And I, yeah, Right. you know, you're eating beans and corn and so on, like every meal. And it's like, uh, there's no way I'm mm, making it a week. No so shot. I put the bandana over my mouth, went in there and mm. like, this is it. You know, I got to do yeah. it.
0: So did you build any uh, relationships with the people like individually or was it more stuff in a group?
1: funny you say that uh yeah so the last night we were there they throw a little bit of a fiesta or a party for us as a thank you for coming down and mm-hmm. helping us out and um a couple of guys on the on our trip that went down they they knew spanish and you know i took I took spanish in high school you know I Pepe and will oh, you bernardo or bernardo something. bernardo <laughs> bernardo
0: got sent to the corner in that class oh, and then i was mateo which is
1: funny they called me mateo down
0: there
1: um <laughs> But
0: did you think you're back with Donnie? I did. I'm
1: Donnie. <laughs> Kurski. So, you know, the last night I was really trying, I was frustrated cause I, there's so many things I wanted to tell them and express to them. Um, but I wasn't able to, but I was with another guy in our group and he, Spanish. um, there was a bunch of young Honduran guys. We we're all sitting around in a circle and, you know, broken Spanish, broken English back and forth. And we were just able to have a conversation mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, one of the younger guys had a Facebook like dude give me your name I'm gonna look you up on Facebook and uh, today I got a friend request from a Hond- Honduran guy hmm. you know yeah. and I remember his face I, I remember his name but you know his family is one of the most uh, loving families that was down there loving on us and caring for us you know they were we were never hungry cause they were giving us so much food
0: hmm. I know, um, there's some people that are, are very against short-term mission trips. What do you think about them?
1: Depends on why you're going down there. I think if you're going down there to give them items that they're just, they're going to think, you know, oh, the Americans are coming. We're going to get a bunch of free stuff. Uh, we were very intentional about not giving anything, um. thing was building relationships and helping uh, provide water uh, the village and there was the last day there was this little boy that I had grown pretty close to his name was Yosimar he wanted my baseball hat and I remember I wanted to give it to him more than anything no I don't need this hat I got hats at home but I remember it's like they were talking to us about how it's kind of like a virus once you start handing out material items to them it just becomes
0: can I have this? Can I have that? Yep. It, it,
1: it would totally um, distort what, why we were going down there. So I told him, like, I can't. I'm, I need my hat, and I was I felt terrible about it. But uh, no. It even though it was a short-term mission trip, I still think we made a huge impact, building the relationships that we did, and just loving on them, and them loving on us, and I think there's gonna be a lasting impact. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. A lot of people think with short term mission trips that you go down there, you help them out for a week and then it's like, all right, I'll never see these people again. You build a relationship, but it's, it's done after that. And I think the one thing that frustrates me about people who say that they're not impactful is that, um, those people are going down there and they think that they're doing it just for those people. Mm -hmm but they don't go down there thinking like these people are going to have uh even bigger impact on my life than exactly. than i will on their life exactly. so
1: i was blessed more than i thought mm-hmm. like i got that you know i'm going down there to help them mm-hmm. but the the growth that i have experienced being since i've been there and mm-hmm. back is you know, tenfold
0: you're back oh being back back. i thought you said your back is stronger well it's a little bit stronger actually with all the hard work there but i'm sure it's good to have you back Matt. what um is there anything else about the trip that you wanted to share with the
1: there's one thing
0: okay okay go for it
1: so one of the mornings we woke up we had a schedule where we'd wake up early we we would wake up with a song about the sun we'd wake up have breakfast grab our gear and then go down the the road to start digging trenches one of the mornings one of the villagers came up holding an armadillo and its legs all tied up and the tail was chopped off but it was still alive and so i was like dude that's awesome can i get a picture with it i got a picture of this armadillo anyways go go work on the hill come back for lunch and we they didn't give us a lot of meat because they don't have a lot of meat to feed us while we're down there there's this little bowl full of meat like they're giggling at us like <laughs> all the, the women who made the food and we're like what is this the armadillo I'm like I don't even care I want meat I'm craving meat real bad I want something with flavor <laughs> um, I was eating it, it tastes kind of like pork it's awesome armadillo huh, so eating huh? armadillo is actually pretty good <laughs> I'd recommend Diddy.
0: it maybe we'll have to cook some up around the uh, bonfire next yeah, time yeah next
2: time we see a diller around here <laughs> a diller <laughs> dilly dilly <laughs> dilly dilly
0: well that's awesome it's good to have you back sorry I'm sending out a tweet real quick
1: but, um, tweeting Donald Trump.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm tweeting too... Don
2: or tweeting Don. Um,
0: so you had some lasting impacts, some lasting relationships, maybe through Facebook. That's the beauty of social media. Yeah. We're all is connected. that you can do that now. Um, how many people
1: were you with every day or how, how, how many people were in that village? Oh man. Um, I'm a routine, 100 hundred and two 200. It wasn't that big of a village. A lot of them were kids. Uh running around and the team that went down, the Americans, there were only nine of us. Uh five of us from Minnesota and four of us from Chicago. Oh well. Wow. Um and there was only one female that went and I couldn't imagine going down there as a female, you know, with the showering and the bathroom situation down there. But you know, she was younger and she was pretty uh survivalist, so she did good. But, yeah, you know, the relationships that you build, not only with your team members, but down there, it's just crazy. You think in a week time, you don't even speak their language, you know. How are we going to have a lasting relationship or get that close? But it happens when you're vulnerable and you're just loving on people.
0: Yeah. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Well, Matt, uh, I listened to a podcast, and I love this question. It's super random. <clears throat> um. What's the last purchase you made of $100 or less that has impacted your life the most? I think that is one of the coolest questions. It's so hard less. to think about. I have no idea what mine is. Remember. I still haven't thought That's of mine. That's made an impact that has had the biggest impact on your life.
2: Oh, the biggest. Oh, jeez. Give me a second.
1: I can think of ones that are over a hundred. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: I'm trying to think of mine. I think one of the I got this little thing in my car that um in the past I haven't been able to listen to Bluetooth. I got this thing that I can listen to Bluetooth, so now I can listen to podcasts, I can listen to music. I just love it. It gets mm. my day going. Nice. That's mine. I think under it kinda changes 100. the morning. Changes yeah, the morning and changes sure, the ride home. For sure.
2: I've always um, wanted to get those
1: those uh, earpods or whatever they're those called. Those are
0: 160
2: though. I know. They're, they're like expensive. super expensive.
1: So I work outside, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I never had owned a pair of long johns until this year. And working outside, you know, all day in the cold kind of blows. So I got some some long johns that I wear every day under 100, 100 bucks, and they have been lifesavers for me and wool socks warm apparel here in Minnesota when you're building a deck or um, combing AC units. That was a random job we did, but uh, you know, you're outside all day in the cold and having mm-hmm. warm apparel under 100 bucks is kind of hmm. nice.
0: Someone said in the chat, wireless silent mouse for $20. So freaking good for recording to go. Hey there, Nova. That's awesome though. Um, so you see yourself being in construction for
1: uh, a long time. You know, you know, that's the plan. Right now my body is in good shape. I'm not I don't have arthritis like a lot of the guys do. My knees are good. You know, I just got knee pads. So I'm hoping that twenty seven dollar purchase will save me thousands in the future. But uh, you know, as as I grow, as I get more clientele, get to know more contractors, I, I wanna become more of a business owner. You know, hiring employees saying, Okay, we got a job to trim I'm going to send you guys out because I trust you and I've trained you to do it. And I can. So you'd be the middleman. Right. I could take a cut of the money, make money myself, but also pay them. So being a business owner eventually. And, uh, you know, I love doing the work. That's why I do it right now. Mm. So.
0: Have you ever thought of getting on uh, TaskRabbit? Have you heard of that? Never heard of that. It's an app where people within your neighborhood or, I don't know if it's your city, you put up they'll put up like an issue they have in their house and taskrabbit basically connects you with someone who can complete that job and then you get paid for it sure, sure.
1: so it's like so it's a handyman service deal
0: no not just handyman it's like whatever you need done like sure. if someone so i think that's a that's a pretty sweet thing to get started out on because you you start crushing that and um you you kind of build a huge base for yourself yeah. so yeah.
1: The only thing with going in and doing small handyman things inside someone's home, you usually charge an hourly rate. And if it's something that takes you, you know, an hour or two, this might sound a little outlandish or outrageous, but um, talking to some guys in the industry, they charge about 70 to 95 bucks an hour just for something small if it's only going to take them an hour or so because they need to make that money mm-hmm. to come out there, um, the tools that they bought, the knowledge that they have to fix something. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like a full day project. That's why it's kind of like you're paying an arm and leg for some of these people to come. Yeah, services. on
0: uh, TaskRabbit, they set the price. So whatever they're willing to pay, someone is going to be willing to sure, come sure. in and do it. So,
1: and most people are price driven. So you know, the cheapest probably what they're going to go with.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Whoever they can find. I mean, a lot of those jobs on TaskRabbit aren't like huge, huge jobs. And they're just looking for someone to, who can come in and fix it. Yeah. Um, I was looking into this the other day, an Uber service, basically like an Uber style business for garbage pickup, like Uber style, huh? Like on demand garbage pickup, like, Hey, I need my garbage picked up right now. Like
1: the once a week.
0: Huh? Instead of the once a week, like, hey, it, it'd be bigger for commercial businesses. Like, hey, we have gonna all this say, crap. I was going to say, if someone has like
2: a bunch of garbage, you're like, come pick it up. someone up, boom.
0: That's I mean, a good idea. Yeah, we looked into it and there's already an app out there that's in like s- testing right now. It's got $11.7 million poured into that app. Wow. I was like, man, I was just behind the curve. Wow. Just behind the curve. That's
1: crazy. I, I thought <laughs> it, would, it would be so cool. Some of those simple ideas that are making the oh, yeah. most money
0: that's yeah that's, that's so one true. of them that's I mean, why I, I think TaskRabbit's that is what TaskRabbit is it's like hey we need a job done right now who can do it boom or we were talking about postmates earlier postmates need food boom sure. call someone pick up your chipotle that's the for you man
1: you know, the apps. Anything that's right is now convenience, convenience. You know, I think that's our our generation loves convenience. That's
0: what every business is built on now. If you look at Amazon, it's like, why are people using Amazon? Because you can get instant. it. Because you, you get it in get it two days, it. free shipping. It's
1: cheap. The one click buy. One click buy. I've done that on accident. I've had to cancel because, like, I was just searching. And I whoop, Oh mm-hmm. shoot! You the know? thing,
2: the thing with uh, like people in America now is that they just want instant satisfaction, all the time mm-hmm. with everything, whether that's going out to eat they want their food right away Mm -hmm. or wanting to get something online they want that as quickly as possible
0: Mm -hmm. you know kind of going back to what matt said earlier um i
2: just had it in my head talking about the pace
0: yeah the pace of america it's like everyone has thinks thinks they're way busier than they are and they they plan themselves to be way busier than they should be and so boom, I need my food now. I need I don't have time to go out to a restaurant, I don't have time to do this stuff. You it's always
2: like, have time to do something, I feel like. You
1: make time for the things that matter and the people who matter mm-hmm. though. It's it's all about priorities and
0: Yeah. I, I just don't think Yeah, I, I think there's a time for me i get way too wound up in it where mm-hmm. i just need to sit back and be like all right i'm not talking to anyone for the next 2 hours i'm just going to chill by myself and put my yeah, phone
2: away we need that everyone mm-hmm. needs that because you just you'll just go insane if you're if you're constantly doing something every hour you're awake you know mm-hmm. you just need some time like for instance yesterday i just i was not feeling like streaming for more than like i was i streamed for 5 hours still but i was just like I don't want to stream anymore tonight. I'm mm-hmm. going to take the night for myself. And then I went to go hang out with those guys last night. We just mm-hmm. took a chill night. It was nice. Love so it. he's just balancing mm-hmm. things is what I struggle with on a daily basis. is just balance right. in general. Yeah. Someone
0: just commented in the chat um, from Europe saying they, they take time for the experience of it. So like they, they, I've heard this too, like European lifestyle is a lot more laid back and they kind of just go with the flow and whatever happens ours is like ours has to be like whenever someone asks how they're doing everyone has to say like i'm busy like that's that's just the american culture Mm -hmm. it's like if you're not saying you're busy then you're not working it's like that's not true
2: i just try to be as genuinely honest with people because yes i could be busy a lot of the time but other times i'd just be like you know i'm just really not feeling like doing this right Mm -hmm. now so i just i try to be as genuinely honest as i possibly can Mm -hmm. because that way You know, people are like, there's no way he's busy or, you know, he's not going to be busy every single time I hit him up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. And just think of the health consequences of being busy all the time. If you're busy all the time, you're probably stressed out about something. Mm -hmm. We see like in the older generations of like, just like the medications are on and probably smoking cigarettes all the time. But, you know, just those things like the stress because Mm -hmm. of the busyness, the stressfulness of that go, go, go. Yeah. For sure, one thing that always blows my mind is is cigarette
0: the tobacco business. Like that will always be booming, and it, it doesn't make sense because it's 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 not convenient. You typically have to go outside to smoke. It's expensive. It's expensive. it's expensive. No, more or But then the more I thought about it, I was like, wait, this is this is convenient. People are taking this instead of stress medication. They're just going sure. out to going out to smoke cigs instead of having to pay for um pay for medication um so it makes sense that business does make sense it's just it's not chilling out at all i think it has actually gone down a little bit
1: hasn't it yeah, and I think oh. our, you know us like the millennials we're more health conscious we were before we even started we were talking about i just know a lot of people going on diets now i have
0: never seen here's here's the thing i've never seen so many 20 year olds on diets in my life
1: right ever and i don't really go to the gym but when you're at the gym what's the demographic there very young. Very young.
2: Millennials, probably, most likely. You, see, you see some, like, 40 and 50-year-olds
0: scattered in who are, like, dedicated. They're yeah. some pretty jacked 40 and 50-year-olds. My,
2: my yeah. dad, he's been going to um, CrossFit for four, almost five months now, and he's just after it three, four getting times a week, it. just getting after it. But going back to, like, I guess more health-conscious – I would. I think this is when I was starting to work at Verizon, like my first couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, I just noticed like that was the whole vaping era when everyone <laughs> started. I was like, why are people blowing smoke in the mall? <laughs> was I was crazy. thinking to myself, why they're vaping? They're like it's like vapor coming out of their pen, and I know it's not. I mean, it's still smoking. Mm-hmm. There's still nicotine in most vapes. I mean, you can get the flavored ones, I guess, mm-hmm. but. Most people do it to try and chill on the nicotine, but still get that satisfaction of, you know, relieving stress, as he said, you know, from smoking or getting a little bit of nicotine or whatever the case may be. And I, I've never seen so many people vape like in my life than like this year Mm -hmm. as compared to when i was working at verizon almost four years ago i barely saw it and it was just kind of coming up and i was like what is going on (laughs) what are these things these like 16 year olds are in the mall puffing clouds (laughs) like crazy it's unreal
0: i know the the last thing i'd want is to um have to if i came home from work I, I always see this on my way to work. It's a, a guy in Minnesota with, in negative weather, s- with his window rolled down, smoking a cigarette. I'm it's like, crazy.
2: The 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 lengths w- people go the, through.
0: As far as people go to smoke Addiction, a cigarette, it's like though. you are crazy to me. I would never ever. I like my heated car. I like to jam out, and I don't know. The smell, the smell of cigarettes, is just not attractive to me.
2: It's probably know. my <laughs> biggest turnoff in the world if i could be honest with you mm-hmm. what, what's your guys biggest turnoff?
0: biggest turn off in the world um Ignorance. let's let's go let's go through <laughs> uh yeah i, I want to go through like pet peeves too pet peeves all right i have a pet peeve when i'm eating that if someone is either chewing with their mouth open and talking oh mm-hmm. and they spit a little food out oh what! that is the worst thing ever i literally like I, i'm like if any of that got in my food i don't want to touch it anymore sure. that's just i don't care what kind of food it is it can be piled up and i'll, I'll still eat it It could be mixed together i'll still eat it but the second someone spits on my food it's like all of that is it could be the most gourmet restaurant ever i'll be like uh, no um another pet peeve of mine is dirty ears Ooh, really? If yeah, if yeah, someone yeah, has yeah, yeah. dirty ears, oh, if you catch a glimpse of it, it's the grossest thing <clears throat> ever.
1: You would just want to throw Q tips at it. Oh,
0: you literally I Q tip my ears every single day. <laughs> Sorry, after after, after shower. a shower, yeah. Sorry, I just took that mic. Someone else. No, go. no, that's that's <laughs>
2: fine. Uh pet peeves. Um wh- one of my biggest ones is when someone always thinks they're right no matter what. Mm. Drives me insane, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh obviously SIGs, I guess, but I guess like another little one um uh teeth dude if you don't take try to take care of your teeth and just like the slightest bit doesn't have to be the perfect pearly whites mm-hmm. but like if you can really tell someone doesn't do oh, anything got, with their teeth it just one. it <clears throat> it just is so gross to me dude mm-hmm. like i i would never kiss that person you know <laughs> or i would never get close to that person i'm Brianna sorry <laughs> Throwing major shade on the potty tonight,
0: boys. <laughs> uh, um,
2: another one of my pet peeves. <laughs> Sorry, Robert. Ben.
0: Another one of my pet peeves here is, and, and they can't do anything about it really. <laughs> but when girls have hairy arms,
2: this all genetics, a girl on our though. heist I know
0: you can't I do anything. You can shave. About the lip. Oh, <laughs> you
1: can wax <laughs> that. <in shoes. laughs> you, you can you, wax that, can't you? Max
0: or Matt? Max. <laughs> What's one of your pet peeves?
1: Um, let's see. You know, last night we were watching Get Out. I don't oh, know how many people... But it, I know this one. There's just the, the ignorant white people who oh. are still racist. You know, racism, especially towards black people. Like, we're totally past that. You know, we should be, and I hate when it comes up. That's a peppy of mine is when someone's just ripping on someone and being racist.
0: <laughs> um, someone commented... <laughs> um <laughs> hair above the lip what lip are you talking about here bud
1: <laughs> mouth
0: um no, i know one of matt's pet peeves because i've been in a movie with him once mm. i went to i think it was star wars or something oh, it was definitely the hobbit it was I the hobbit <laughs> it was the hobbit <laughs> and it was it was just the intro scene it was like it was like the hobbit screen or it was a preview or something and matt Matt and me and another kid were talking and Matt just kept shushing us every 10 seconds Because we'd be whispering and we'd be talking a little bit in the theater He's like he'd be he'd be shushing us making sure we didn't get a peep out I was out.
1: just at 4-3 with uh my family And my no it's Justice League it was Justice League And I looked over at my mom like mom turn your phone off <laughs> Which just bugged me their screen was on So I guess still you know in a movie like dude you're watching to watch a movie are you talking? Why you on your phone? So I get those, you know, in a movie you go and they have the little intro of the silence your cell phones. Yeah, silence your freaking cell phones. <laughs> one, watch this movie. one thing
0: that bothers me that I noticed is uh, my mom on her iPad when she gets home. It's like I got she, when you're done. she plays games and is like zoned out for like two hours. It's like crazy. It's like <laughs> you could say the most. I mean like amazing thing to her and she just wouldn't bat an eye it's like are you even here right no (laughs) my mom's
1: like that too but another thing that a pet peeve of mine you know talking about how your mom's on on her ipad my mom will go on facebook
0: oh my mom my dad will go on
1: facebook and they'll tell me about all these random freaking people i'm like hey you know what i'm trying to care but i don't care i don't care that this person got a haircut <laughs> or that, you know, I don't someone's care. dog got their teeth brushed. I don't like, care whatever. about the
0: random stupid videos on Facebook that's uh, every second yep, now. Yep. I don't
2: care about it. I, All don't, the time. I mean, how many times have I told you guys I don't have Facebook? Like, I don't even download it on my phone anymore. I just, I don't have time to just, like, look through nonsense like that. Gamers. I mean,
0: someone said, uh, Fuse Fight Stream said, my biggest pet peeve is when a teacher gets a little too close when explained to you or when they're talking to another student and they sh- they shove their butt in your direction. <laughs> Donaldson. Donaldson. Don <laughs> um,
2: it was more the groin area though.
0: Oh, uh, right on the desk. The oh. Sweat
1: that beat it on his forehead and dripped on the desk. That desktop. was that
0: was unbelievable.
1: The, the
0: crazy are, thing to me is that he would wear khaki pants and he would never swass, but his, his, but his, <laughs> but his, his forehead would be like puddles. <laughs> I think he had puddles in his ears oh, of sweat, and it was goodness. just, it was crazy. Goodness gracious. glasses
1: and slide off his face, you know?
0: <laughs> It Fog was up. literally, yeah, it was literally like, should have had some windshield wipers out of So for those him. of you who don't
1: know Donald Olsen, the, the greatest comparison I can give you is Ned Flanders on The Simpsons. He's like identical. Identical. If that if he was a Simpson, he would be net. Uh, looks wise. Uh, Nova in the chat said,
2: "When people are on their phones constantly at a restaurant, that's mm. a big one. That is a big I one." Like, I feel as if when you when you sit down and if you looked around in you know, like in a three sixty degree angle or whatever. You see at least two people on their phone, right? You know, I try. Like, if I have to respond to a text at that moment, yes, I'll. You know, get taken care of. I'll put it in my pocket. It's you know, converse with people, talk. Mm. You you don't have to like sit there and just not eat your food and just. It's a social aspect, you know. I think
1: people are uncomfortable with socializing. Oh, one hundred percent. No, so you have your phone. You turn your phone on. You kind of close yourself off. It's a comfort. It's a safe zone. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just too. Convenient, you know, we're talking about convenience. It's so convenient to close yourself off and have your phone out That's why you see you're sitting in a room a restaurant and half the people are on their phones
0: mm mm-hmm. one, one guy said uh, pet peeve for me is when people are walking and Look at their phone and they want you to move right, So when you're walking right. down the street and they're looking at their phones and they want you to just move around them, You know what
1: you do with yep. them? You, you push them. You literally push them out of the way. <laughs>
2: Push him out of the way. That's one way to that go at occur. it. <laughs> I mean, a little bit, a little bit, but it's all right, boys. That's that's forty-five minutes already. We um for the live viewers, so make sure you guys, whoever's listening to the podcast or watching this on YouTube, make sure you tune into the live broadcast because we do Q&A's every Saturdays at the end of the live broadcast only Mm -hmm. so uh, any closing thoughts though Matthew any shout outs any social media plugs do you want to drop
0: a question of the day or anything anything Um, anything to leave the people with
1: well we talked about pet peeves that was awesome so tell me do people would you guys rather live in a really hot and humid climate or a climate like Minnesota where it's freaking cold it's negative degrees. What can you deal with better? Cold. Hot or cold?
2: Cold. Cold, because you can actually go outside. Whereas, let's just say if you live in Arizona, where it's 120 degrees outside, you can't go out in that. You know? I, was, uh,
0: I was in um, Arizona during summer, during July. And I was out there for... I'd just walk into stores, and it was the craziest thing I've ever experienced. It was uh, instant sweat.
2: Describe the heat in Arizona, because I feel like people get it mixed up with, like, dry heat or just straight, like, hotness, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean?
0: Arizona is completely dry heat, so it's literally the sun beating down, it's not humid at all, so you don't have anything kind of cooling you down, it's just straight dry heat, you hop in your car, and your car is the hottest I've ever experienced walking into a car, you know when your car is hot here, it's like, yeah, it's hot, you go to Arizona and you get in your car after, like, 15 minutes, it's like... Your dog would pass out in... Yeah,
1: my brother, he goes to Grand Canyon University, which is in Arizona. It was funny. He was back home for the summer, you know, and our summers get pretty humid. He's like, I would rather be in Arizona with the dry heat than up here in this. Weather. Really? He feels like down there, he can deal with the dry heat. But here. he's like, I'm sweating through my clothes I guess I've never lived humidity. down there. I mean, that's you know, crazy. Is,
0: the thing about harder, Arizona, though, is... Well, he doesn't live there during summer, right? So that's the nice part about it. I was, if you're there during the 115 degree days, it was like, I could never, I don't want to be outside, but I'm sure it's gorgeous there during school year and that compared to There's when he's here in the summer. There's a, in a pool during oh, the school yeah. year. That's epic. Um, when the metal hits your, metal seatbelt part hits your skin in the summer. Yeah, that's the oh. worst. Well, I guess it's time to go into the Q&A portion.
2: Yeah. Any any closing thoughts though, Matt? For dude, I love doing this. Yeah, it's so good stuff. if you stuff. ever
1: have ever time where you need another party, yeah, you're the potty. always
2: always welcome on the potty,
1: brother. Mm-hmm. And I love you viewers, by the mm-hmm. way. Brian's got some pretty good viewers.
2: We do what we can, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And yeah. I need a logo. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, again. Matt needs a logo. UV Construction. Uh, JC, I guess would be the end.
2: Okay. Go from there. All right. What a beauty. Love it. Love it so i think that's it for the mm. just the portion of uh recording so for those of you just listening make sure you guys tune into the live the live broadcast we do a little q and a's uh at the end of them off uh recording on saturdays but yeah thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast we do appreciate it very much as always this has been brennan and my co-host trevor, trevor.
1: <laughs> and i'm maddie j
2: we will see you guys in the next one peace peace, out. peace.